Welcome to today's New Life Live podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by you. Your donations make this podcast possible. Please consider donating today using the New Life app. Visit newlife.com or call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Welcome to New Life Live with host and founder of New Life Ministries, Stephen Arterburn. For 35 years, New Life has been transforming lives one at a time thanks to the giving hearts of you, our listeners. Our goal is to provide you with wisdom from God's Word to give you hope and help in life's hardest places. If you have a question you'd like to ask today, our phone lines are open. Call 1-800-229-3000. That number again is 1-800-229-3000. Now here's Steve. Hi there. Welcome to New Life Live. I hope that uh, we're going to be able to say something here that's going to apply to your situation. One way that we can guarantee it will apply to your situation is you call us, and then we talk about your situation. So here's the number, 1-800-229-3000. 1-800-229-3000. And joining me today, Dr. Alice Benton. Hello, Dr. Steve, Alice Benton. howdy. Chris Williams. Good to be here. Chris uh, does our Emotional Freedom Workshop with mm-hmm. me and Jackie Mac. Harris, that's going to be on April the 15th, trying to free you from any type of tax trauma that mm. you might be going uh-huh. through. Yes. Yeah. So um, I was working on mine this morning, so I'll take a little bit of that. Thank but, you. But you know what a real trauma is that gets overlooked all the time is financial trauma. Oh, it, yes. It, it's, it's a real thing. And, and I want to encourage people that are stuck when, when your life is driven by either a fear of um, financial scarcity or destruction, or you become obsessed around money. Money just has too much power over your inner world. Check this out. The Emotional Freedom Workshop will help expose what's driving that, mm. what you need to heal from that, and so that money doesn't own you, you can go own it. Yeah. One way to not be owned by anything also, if you have a marriage that needs some work, you know, we've got our Intimacy and in Marriage Intensive Starting on the seventeenth, I want to I want to play a clip from Chris, who's here. We could just ask him, but no, <laughs> I've, I've got a clip with uh, him and Mylan talking about the power of those groups in our intensives. What's the value of a group in your mind? You know, you're not alone. Yeah. And that the, the struggles that we experience are very, very common. Mm-hmm. And in the group process, you start realizing that other people have similar struggles. And the other thing is, like, people can express things that maybe you're feeling or thinking, but you can't quite access. And they say it, and you have this really positive Me Too moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, that really helped me. It's incredibly insightful. One of the secrets that I let people know is that group therapy oftentimes can be actually more beneficial than individual. And what I would also say about the weekend, and I'm not exaggerating here whatsoever, it's about six months of therapy packed in to mm-hmm. two and a half days. Mm-hmm. And the, like you said, the breakthroughs that can happen are incredibly significant. They are significant. It's stunning how much progress couples make from Friday afternoon to Sunday at noon. We literally... I thought it was disrespectful, but one couple, they took a New Life mug and they burned the divorce uh, filing papers in the mug. I, 
Couldn't you pick a different? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I, I'm so great. But but we have people that they just want a better marriage. They want the best marriage, and we have others that they want to salvage it, and they don't just salvage it. They kind of supremize it, and they have the marriage. Many people never thought that they had. Uh, one woman had lived with her husband over 40 years, and she didn't think anything better was possible. He goes to every man's battle. Six months of the marriage she'd always dreamed of, mm-hmm. and then he died. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait. You could don't go over 40 years, and because um, you never know what's going to happen. You call us one eight hundred New Life, especially wives, girlfriends, daughters. We'll help you get that person to see the need for help. It's one eight hundred. New life to join the program one 229 3000 Two giants in the world of Christian counseling: Dr. Alice, Chris Williams. You get to talk to them directly right after this. To find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call one eight hundred New Life. Now back to New Life Live. We are back, 1-800-229-3000. And uh, right before I uh, go to Sky, I want to mention to you that 100 Days to Freedom from Shame is one of the most powerful devotional books we've ever produced. 100 Days to Freedom from Shame. You do these devotions, and provide uh, you know this provides the devotion, the scripture, the quote that might be encouraging, a prayer, and then... Scripture for deeper study. We're thankful for you giving. And when you give, gift of any amount, here it is. We'll send this to you, our way of saying thank you so very much. But right now, let's talk with Sky and uh, Billings, Montana, which I think it's big sky country. There you are, Sky. You found the right place to live. What's going on? Sky. Are you there? Oh. Hi. I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hi. I'm sorry about what's, that. Yeah, what's on your mind? Um, so, um, had a situation where my husband came in drunk, and um, he was on a very strong medicine, and my daughter was sleeping on the couch, and he actually came onto her in an um, inappropriate way. And... All of it played out. My daughter, of course, um, boarded his advances and came upstairs to me. And it created a very um, difficult situation right now, and I'm trying to figure out how to navigate the situation. Yeah, I'm so grateful that you called. Now, I want to ask you a, a question before I turn it over to Alice and Chris. But... Tell me, in as best you can, any other incident that involved a sexual integrity uh, lapse, whether it's pornography, affair. What what is in before this happened? What are those things? Um. Well, there was a, another affair that I saw via cell phone through um, an app called WhatsApp. 
mm-hmm. and I was really surprised to see all of the messages. Um, but it was completely denied. Well, that doesn't matter. I'm asking you yeah. what you've seen. What have you seen? Uh, yeah. You know, there there so should be I, no connection. Yeah. Let me just mention it. There should be no connection with any other female ever online when you're married, especially messages that are shocking to you. But any connection right. that you don't know about is a problem. Is there any other thing that you could say is a lapse of his sexual integrity? You know, there are a couple of incidents that do stick out to me. What are um, those? One when my daughter was my daughter was very young and um, she was saying how he was trying to wake her up but he kind of woke her up she was still in the bed and she he kinda um, I guess got on her in a in an inappropriate way. Yeah. And how old and was she? It wasn't she? just him, though. It was my little son too. Uh, how um, old was he? He was thirteen, I believe. Okay. And you said there was another incident. And my son was two. Okay. There was another right. incident. And what so, was that? Um, I think those are the main incidents. That okay. one, and I believe the. The, when he woke her up, that's the incident I was referring to. Okay, and uh, it's it's part of this the scenario here. That little two year old boy, you see, if he was there, then nothing inappropriate must have happened. And so he uses that there was the, the little two year old there, right? But he, but, at, but you, being whom you who you are, you you knew it wasn't appropriate. Have you ever done anything about, have you ever demanded or requested anything of him as a result of his lack of sexual integrity? Yeah, so this last incident, which was really scary to all of us involved, um, you know, I said, this cannot happen, and I need you to get help. And I, I didn't know exactly like how to be specific about what kind of help to get, but yeah. I just kind of said, "This is I can't do this." Like this. And so, yeah. So what know, did he do? Um, what did he do to seek help? It ended up being like a mental health crisis, um, where there was a, a, a point of a suicidal state, kind of like it was. Mm-hmm. It became a mental health crisis. And so, what and did what did he do now? He went to go get counseling. With? And he did try to go to the hospital for the suicidal incident as well. Who did get, he get uh, counseling with? Help. Who well, was it that question. gave him the counseling? I don't know any names. Uh-huh. Um, I know he went to the hospital and got immediate counseling for the suicide incident. Yeah. But then I believe he followed up with uh, um, another counselor, and I don't know the name or anything. You should because you need to know, I, I have to believe he did not tell that counselor what happened or that counselor would have reported it, which needs to happen. Your husband is a dangerous man, not just because he has affairs, but he is a, um, well, he, he, he molests people. He he gropes, he does things that um, are inappropriate 
for a married man to do from the perspective of marriage, but also trauma-inducing, as you've seen with the 21-year-old. Having said that, I want to turn this over to Alice and Chris. I think we get the situation. So let's start with you, Alice, and what you think needs to happen as a result. Sky, if I were you, I would certainly not want to believe that my husband sexually molested my daughter and possibly involved my son. And I would prefer to think I were crazy rather than believe that that is the case. I'd also want to blame it on substance use. It was just because he was drunk. But the pattern that is building in your description tells us that he is sexually molesting, has sexually molested your daughter and perhaps your son. And my my level of concern is is at the, the red flag level. And I would guess that you probably have experienced sexual boundary crossing probably all the way back to your childhood and so your your tolerance level might be very high and yet i'm afraid your children are are and have been in sexual danger and that this would actually be a time to consider a separation from your husband until he does a whole lot more work in addition to the counseling and it's good he's received counseling I'm worried that you don't even know the counselor's name, that your husband hasn't shared that information, that he's not giving you proof of all the daily groups he's attending, that he hasn't taken a polygraph test yet, that he hasn't done so much more to begin to prove he wants to even become a safe man. I hear denial on his part and yeah. minimization on his part. Mm-hmm. So tell yeah. me how you react that I'm coming at this so strong. Um, my reaction, first of all... Um, in the immediate situation, when my daughter told me what happened, I was kind of like in shock because she woke me up. Sure. It happened during the middle of the night. And um, I kept her in my room, and I said, wait, 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 what happened? You know, I had to get... Uh, Sky, I'm going to ask for an emotional oh, reaction, a current emotional reaction to what I've been okay. saying to you. Oh, a current right now? Yes, ma'am. I am trying to figure out the right steps to take. I feel like... Um, I want you to try to give me an, an emotion, which maybe is I'm overwhelmed, I'm afraid, mm. I'm numb, I'm angry. Yes. Okay. I am overwhelmed, and I am perplexed in how to deal with this. And when you imagine taking a like, more extreme step, Sky, when you imagine taking a more extreme step, like a, at least a temporary separation from your husband until you see more proof of change, what's the resistance, if you have any, to doing something like that? Um, I think that it is the confrontation of saying, I need this to happen, and it happening. Because you're afraid what Um, will happen. I think what happens is sometimes there's the, um, the conversation that ensues that I'm overreacting. It's a lot of... I would say gaslighting. I'm going to tell you that that's a lie. That's a, that's a lie. And that is mm. his deception in order to continue to hide from his sexual immorality. A lot of us don't do the next right thing because it won't work. And it may very well not work, but you and your daughter and your son need the protection of demanding that your husband leave for a time until he shows you and your daughter and your son more proof of change. You tell him... I sought the advice of a licensed clinical Ph.D. psychologist. And the advice that, they, that she gave is really tough. And I believe it's necessary. Our daughter needs to see that 
I will do anything to protect her. So the psychologist said, you need to leave this house and not come back until either the daughter has left the house or a therapist tells me you're safe to come back. And then whatever he says, Thank you. then whatever he says, you say this, I need you to leave. And then he'll minimize, rationalize all that, and then you say, I hear you. You need to leave. You don't need to say anything other than I hear you. You need to leave. That's it. You don't need to explain, defend, nothing. Get him out of the house. Chris, what are you thinking? Sky, you got work to do. Um, you, you live in a highly disconnected marriage with you gaslighting yourself um, through denial. And so this is much more dangerous, I think, that you're hearing us say than, than what, what's kind of like unfolding here. And let me just give you a quick example. Um, a, a person of integrity, a person of awareness and health, if they were to make this tremendously inappropriate and dangerous mistake that your husband did, what they would say is, you are exactly right. I abused alcohol. I abused medication. I was intoxicated. I made a tremendously horrific um, choice in coming on to the daughter. And I am horrified at my own actions, terrified that I did this. And I'm going to go do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. to get better. And here is what exactly that looks like. And he would lay out a plan. And he would seek people to help him lay out a plan. But the fact that he is doing the opposite minimizing it, denying it, dismissing it, makes it doubly dangerous. Mm -hmm. And that's why I want you to be able to trust yourself here. Trust your intuition. Trust your gut. Trust what you see and what you hear to make sure that your home is the safest place it can possibly be. Because your children definitively need that. You need that. And, and so, so your work is to, uh, and I want you to hear this in a positive way, not a negative way, because you're in a tough, tough situation. Your job is to wake up to the reality that you're in, seek help, as Alice and Steve has, have been talking about, from people who can really, really walk you through this. But the action really does need to begin today. Your, your daughter and son and you yourself would, Sky, you. Sky, you and your children would benefit from family therapy to begin to process and unpack the trauma yep. that you have been through. But right now, the next right thing is that you need to get him out of the house and you need, look, he, you need to go see a licensed clinical therapist and tell them what happened. Because that way, it's going to be official. It's going to something has to happen there. But and we can help you with all sorts of stuff. But there are two things that need to take place. He needs to leave, and this has to be reported. You were about to say something that you were going to do, or assurance. What was that? Oh, I just wanted to assure you that I did get my daughter to a safe place, and she does not stay in a home with us because I didn't trust him around her. Excellent. Um, I never considered that it could possibly be happening to my my sons, though. 
Yeah. So, um, Absolutely everything is possible because he has deceived you at the deepest, deepest level of betrayal. We'll be back after this. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or a comment, call toll-free 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We are back. And um, I'm going to send her worthy of her mm-hmm. trust um, so she knows what it means to be with a man that's worthy of her trust. i got to tell you, the fatal flaw in, in interacting is doing things that we think are, quote-unquote, helpful. But what they really are, and, and this is Dave Stoop was a champion for this, what they really are are things that make us feel better mm-hmm. or prevent us from feeling threatened or whatever, but it's just perpetuating the problem. And I've said it 1,523 times. Enabling evil is never the next right thing. Never. And, Steve, I want to speak to why we should be worried about same-sex molestation when the problem was opposite-sex molestation. Because sexual immorality, sin, addiction, it always multiplies and expands over time because a tolerance level is developed at which the same sexual pleasure no longer occurs. And so an addition needs to be brought in to be able to experience that sexual pleasure again. And so sexual addiction spreads into different formats. And so we all always have to be concerned about all the children that might be exposed because that's what happens with sexual addiction. Right. And, you know, if you're one of the men that has heterosexual sex outside of marriage to prove that you're not gay because you have an attraction to young men, let us help you. We have people with same-sex attraction doing all sorts of things. They come to every man's battle and they find out that they're not alone. So call us at 1-800-NEW-LIFE and let us help you walk out of that shameful thing that keeps you repressed and away from God. God's with you, but he's waiting for you to wake up and do the next right thing. All right, let's go to Alfred, and I'll, then I'll go to Ashley after Alfred. Alfred, Fishers, Indiana, just Hello. down the street. How are you? WBRI is the station. How's it going? Yes, sir. Well, um, the reason I'm calling in is I am a 67-year-old man, married for 37 years. My wife walked out, filed for divorce, and she went to be my daughter's nanny. Okay. Now, the scenario is I have a daughter who's 35 and for the last 20 years has made bad decisions. As an example, she's married two men four times. She took a $150,000 student loan out to get a master's degree in counseling. Okay, but wait a second. Wait a second. That's, That's an issue. Let's start with the big headline. Why did your daughter, I mean, why did your wife walk out and file for divorce? Let's talk about that. Well, um, I believe my daughter has 
behavioral disorder person. No, I'm talking about you. No, I'm talking about you. Why would she leave you and divorce you no matter what's going on with your daughter? I mean, she could just go help the daughter, but uh, my, she divorced my you. For years has been my, my wife has been my daughter's best friend instead of her mother. And okay, but okay, I, I get that. Argument. I get that. Hold on. Okay. I get that. Why would she divorce you when she left versus just leave for a while and go get into her daughter's life? I'm back to that question. And, and Alice, you, Alfred, if well, we put it if we put it this way, Alfred, if I were able to ask your wife, why did you leave Alfred? What would she tell me about you? And don't use the word daughter. I want to know about you. I would say she um, got tired of me and traded me in for her two grandchildren, who I'm no longer able to see. <laughs> okay. So, okay, here you go. What was she tired of with you? I don't know, sir. We prayed every morning together. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't run around. I'm involved with two men's Bible studies. Um, my That's wife has what, not no. had a full-time job for 10 year, or 20 okay. years. So, okay. so Alfred, Al- Alfred, can I help you out, man? I'll help you out. I'll, I'll yeah, tell you. Please do. She's tired of your anger, anger and contempt towards her and your daughter. She's, okay. she's tired of being criticized for not having a job. She's try, tired of criticizing for your disapproval of their decisions, no matter what their decisions are. I didn't, I didn't criticize her for not having a job. I asked her to go out and get a job, and she basically told me to get, take a hike. Okay, yeah. She's not going to work because she hasn't in 15 or in 10, 20 years as far as a full-time job. My business slowed down, and I needed her help. Okay, yeah, so that makes think, sense. I think she hit the nail on the head. Um, she got tired of me criticizing my daughter. But I was the one who was trying to hold my daughter accountable for bad um, actions, and my wife would just, oh, my baby, let me hug so, you. So let me, let me, so so Alfred, sooner or later, as, adu- as parents, when our children become grown, we're, we're not their accountability partner, and that's not our job. And our job no, certainly sir, isn't to. That was her bank account. I well, okay, okay. Okay. Well, th- we can definitely address that because, yeah, you made in. In this is probably a lot of frustration. You made a bad investment that didn't have a return, a good return on it. We understand I that. What I was led by the Lord to do though. Okay, but here's the thing: we're trying to help you, so we're looking at stuff that's hard to look at. It's beyond the surface. Mm-hmm. It's down deeper, and we're going to do that when we come back. If you want to join us, 1-800-229-3000. We're here for another hour and a half. I was really living a very anxiety-filled life. I turned on New Life, and the topic that day was about anxiety. And just by listening, I got relief. You can help New Life stay on the air by joining Club New Life today. When you sign up to support us monthly through Club New Life, we'll send you the new member thank you gift of the Life Recovery Bible Personal Size, the one-year Life Recovery Prayer Devotional, the New Life Journal, a New Life Pen and Highlighter, and a New Life Zipper Tote to hold it all. 
Plus, there are ongoing benefits like access to the Club New Life video library, the monthly Club New Life CD or download, quarterly resources, free shipping on purchased resources, and discounts on workshops. Call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433. Support Club New Life, and together we can help hurting people find help and hope in life's hardest places. Call 1-800-639-5433 to join Club New Life today. glad you joined us for New Life Live. To be a part of the program, call 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We're back and we're talking with Alfred. Alfred, I feel for you because you're obviously such a good man and you're doing great things and things that we recommend men do, you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so heartbreaking when men do these things and it has no impact on the other person you you would think that she could sit back and say well wait look at this you know maybe he's a little of this or a little of that but look at what he's doing Mm -hmm. he's a good man but that's not happening in fact divorce i'll go back to chris chris uh you take it from here yeah alice yeah so alfred to to just echo what Steve said, you're doing so many things right and correct, but there's a different level here. Now, I, I want to put your wife and your daughter's issues aside for a moment because I am sure that they, like every other human being, have unhealthy and unwise things going on inside of them and in their behavior. But for you, this is a good chance to take a step back and do a self-assessment and be like, what? not that I'm responsible for the whole thing, but what a part of being with me could be challenging or difficult that I could work on? You know, because subtly, very subtly, and I think it comes from a place of good intentions, but you, what you're telling us in the relationship is there's a high level of control without, without much connection. And I would love for you to be able to flip that around, have much deeper connection, emotional connection specifically, you know, with your wife, possibly with your daughter, and less control, which requires a lot of letting go. And it will will require a lot of letting go of your own disappointment over their decisions. Alice, what do you think? I have to let go because I have been told that um, I will not see them or my grandchildren. Hmm, that's again. heartbreaking. Alfred, uh, Alfred, I lose do, a wife. Do, I Alfred, lost, do, do you want two grandkids and a daughter? Alfred, do hmm. you want to see family. them? Do you want to see them again, despite what you've been told? Um, I love them, hmm. but I'm also told by my therapist that my daughter has a, or my daughter and I have a toxic relationship, and I have to leave my, I let my, or love my daughter from a distance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Alfred, and Alfred my I... question is, is, what do I do with the rest of my life? I, I mean, my wife and I prayed every day, Monday through Friday, uh, for 37 years before we walked out of the house. I tithe, plus give to other charities. But, but, but hold on, Alfred, Al- Alfred, Alf- Alfred, none of those behaviors in and of themselves speak to the heart issues. You're solving the wrong issue with the wrong tools. And I'm not saying any of those are bad. I'm just saying that this is the opportunity about a relational solution. You're telling me about behaviors. 
you know, like, hey, I'm doing all of these things as if it's a magic wand that's going to turn hearts to hearts, towards hearts. And I'm not saying they're not helpful, but they're not the solution. The solution. Well, my son-in-law's mother does the same thing for his sister on in Maryland. So I think they basically decided, let's do this with you and take Dad out of the picture. And so, they did. Alfred, I'm going to speak to one of your strengths. I think you're good at problem analysis, and you can accurately see the mistakes your daughter has made, multiple divorces and remarriages. You can see mistakes that your wife has made, and I don't doubt that you are correct that those were mistakes, and it brought more problems into the family. You're good at seeing the problems, and and you're stronger in correcting your family members than you are in connecting with them. And so if you want to reconnect with your wife, with your grandchildren, and I don't think you're certain whether or not you want that, you'll have to surrender the ability to point out the problems in them. And you'll have to lean into looking at the problems in you. You do so many things right, but it's difficult for you to identify where you're imperfect, or at least you haven't shared much of that with us yet. And I think your family receives that from you. You point out their problems. You point out what you're doing right and what you wish they would do right. You're correct about all of those things, but you miss you miss that uh, willingness to listen to them and to hear how your your sternness about what's correct and what's incorrect, how that affects them, how it pushes them away from you. So if you want to reconnect, to take a deep dive with your therapist in both your imperfections and even, this is strange, but even in how your strengths and the way you present your strengths keep people at arm's length from you. People admire our accomplishments, but they can become intimately connected with us through our weaknesses and through the errors that we've committed. That's the side of you that your family needs to see. Um, I, I just uh, want to give you one last encouragement. Yeah, the, the divorce papers have been filed. I think okay. this is... Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't walk out, and I didn't file the divorce. Yeah, but no, here's the question. Wife. Here's the question you ask us: What do I do? And I, I'm here's what I think. I think what you need to do is go back to that counselor and start with this: Would you help me discover what I'm so very angry about and what I'm so afraid of? Now, that, your therapist is going to go, whoa, because I think there is both anger and fear at the heart of what's happening here. You, in the area of doing, stellar. But doing and talking, preaching, is not the same as being, being present, connected, compassionate. And just ask the therapist, let's look at the anger, the fear, and how can I be more present and connected to the people that I'm dealing with? I really want to help you. I'm going to uh, send you Take Your Life Back, Healing is a Choice, and Every Believer's Thought Life, all three. I think there's freedom for you. I want to encourage you to join us April the 15th, Chris, me, Jackie Mac Harris for our emotional freedom time together. It's easy to do. It's online. Please join us for that. We're going to go to Larry Sonnenberg, and then we're going to go to Ashley. Larry, what do you have for us today? 
Steve, another testimony from uh, intimacy and marriage. This All one, right, this one's kind of special. My husband and I were going through a tough time. I was done with our marriage after his betrayal, and I was looking for a place to move far away from him. I I didn't know my husband had started listening to the New Life Live radio show, and heard about this intimacy and marriage workshop. He asked if I was willing to go with him as our last try. Reluctantly, I accepted, but told him I knew it was just going to waste our time and the little bit of money we had left. Then I told him we couldn't go because we can't afford it. He found out we could get a scholarship if I really wanted to go, so I accepted. I've been tearing up since we heard the first speaker. Steve Arterburn is awesome and funny and made a lot of sense. Then I heard Mylon and Kay, and I knew I'd made the best decision in my marriage. We both realized we need a lot of help, but we weren't the only ones. Seeing my husband so determined to change and open to the advice of our counselor gave me hope. Now we want to go to all the New Life workshops to continue to grow old together. Thank you, New Life. Wonderful. That's what it's about. Transformation of an attitude, a marriage, actions. Man, she resisted at every point and then surrendered. That's what we love. She, she was done, she said. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that could be you if you're at that place. Or if you're at a place of, you know, I'm tired of this level of marriage. I'm ready to go to the next level. A testimony I didn't read here today, real quick about it, was a man that said, I wondered if this workshop would be good for us because we have a great marriage. And I discovered it's, I, we can make it even better than it is. So it doesn't matter where your marriage is, folks. Yeah. Consider this workshop. So here's the deal. Without a, a scholarship, none of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. And you can help us by filling up that scholarship fund or just giving to us so that we can continue to bump into people like him. And then he starts listening. Here's about the intensive for marriage invites, and it all comes together. We can't do it without you, and if you find a way to support us, we will send you 100 Days to Freedom from Shame is our way of saying thank you. Anything else, Larry? I just want to encourage folks. Uh, I know we got to go another call, but think about Club New Life. Think about becoming a monthly giver. we got a great thank you gift of these devotional books, and there's a lot of other good things. We're going to do a quarterly uh, Zoom call with our Club New Life members. You can be a yeah, part of that. Yeah, and... Here's the thing. It's it's a library, eight books. It's a library of peace, prayer, character, freedom. And there's something in there for everybody every day. And it's our way of saying, thanks for joining Club New Life. It's the foundation of everything that we do. We're going to take a break. Come right back if you want to join us now or the next program. And as I promised, Ashley from Upper Marlboro listens on WAVA. We're going to you right after this. To find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. Before I go to Ashley, I want to remind everybody that the Life Recovery Bible has workbooks to help you through some specific issues, such as whether or not you eat 
too much or too little, if you have an eating disorder. There's a workbook to go through the 12 steps addressing that. Sexual integrity is another workbook. And divorce. You know, if you're just thinking time's going to heal that old divorce wound, not going to do it. It's time and grace and truth and support and love and insight that leads to that healing. Um, you can get a life recovery Bible and a workbook by calling 1-800-NEW-LIFE, and I hope that you will. All right, let's go. Uh, how about we talk to Ashley, which I've been promising we will talk to. And, uh, Bob, I hope you'll hang on. I want to talk with you. Uh, and also you, Mary, in our next program. Ashley, welcome, and thanks for holding on. Thank you. So I wanted some parenting um, and next steps advice for my 13-year-old daughter. I recently went through her phone, and I found some things that were disappointing, one being that she had um, been smoking marijuana. Um, She has been expressing interest through text messages with a same-sex person, and just um, just some toxic kind of communication. Um, so just wanted some advice on what the next step should be. She does um, say that she suffers from depression and anxiety. Um, and we've been in counseling before as well recently. Um, so just, you know, just want some advice. Mm. You know what she really suffers from? She suffers from being parented by social media and all the influences there. Alice uh, has written a book, Understanding and Loving Your Child in a Screen-Saturated World. Alice, uh, so many issues here. Uh, what, what do you think? Ashley, when you brought what you discovered to her attention, how did she respond initially? Um, she was quiet. She said that, you know, I, people don't understand what she goes through, um, and she acknowledged that her behavior was inappropriate. And what has her father's participation been in the discipline and the conversations about this? Um, he is upset, though. He wants to show her tough love, and I don't know exactly what that looks like. And is he in the home? Is he cooperating with you? No, we are divorced, but we co-parent. Um, so he's not in the home, but he does. He does. Um, he's involved in her life. So I, I always suggest beginning with parental humility and acknowledging that she's right. You can't fully understand the depth of her depression and anxiety, even though you probably understand a good portion of it. And I would add in that you've perhaps been imperfect with your own screen use. That parental humility can lower the defenses of our children versus attacking them for their inappropriate behavior, which it certainly is, and it's concerning behavior. And I um, applaud you that you've already addressed it with her. She's already in counseling. So after a confession on your own part and a desire to better understand her expressing that, I would suggest setting new boundaries and letting her know that she'll have to earn back her right to her screens by participating in a couple of different behaviors, some family counseling sessions, which you've already been doing, so keep adding those in. And then she'll have to be showing you increasing trustful behavior, whether it's following through on chores around the home, doing daily check-ins with you, and by enacting those behaviors over time, she can earn 
earn back her access to her screen, but she's lost it due to breaking trust with you. When you imagine having that conversation with her, what's the strongest feeling you have about pushing it forward farther? Um, resistance and her to like spiral in her mental health. So let me go a different tact. I think she gave you the answer. She said people don't understand what she's going through, but she misused one of the words. People don't understand what she's feeling through. I think your daughter feels big feelings in the world, and those big feelings point to things that are really, really important in her life. And those, those things okay. t- typically point to pain, disappointment, fear, frustration. And, and so when we don't have a place to put our internal experiences, we usually medicate them. And substances and sex works really well, unfortunately and tragically. But her process is to find a process of safe people, loving people, mentors, parents, as well as you know a therapist, to take what's going on on the inside of her and putting it out there in a place that can be dealt with in a loving, constructive, and wise way. Yeah. And, you, you know, you talk about tough love. Do not ever initiate a tough love consequence if you are not going beyond all measures to show that you love her, accept her, want to be with her in spite of anything she's ever done. If you, in, impl- like, let's say the dad implements tough love and walks away, that's not love. That's rejection. And so you need to be sure. uh, I mean, we we implement consequences all the time, and that's when I lean in even more at that time. So I want to caution you there. Uh, I will send you um, Madeline Kay's book uh, on how we love our kids. I think that will help you a lot. But here's what I would do. I would talk with your husband and tell him, this is there's just so much more to this than her complaints. We need to get counseling for all of us. We need to get support for her, and um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking away access to the social media that has already influenced her greatly or people that have introduced her to things. You can do all of that if you're going overboard to show you love her and connect. And you know what? There's a two-stage thing that often happens. I just heard this. Uh, They want to know if you will love me when I've been bad. Okay, so you do. They love, And then they want to know if you will love me when I do worse. So it's a it's a tough tough thing to continue to love with pure love, but well, you can and you can do that. Yeah, Chris, real just quick. real quickly. Yeah, First Corinthians thirteen says that love always perseveres. It's gritty. There's yes. a there's a there's a different definition of tough love, and it's that we're not going to give up on loving, and love is not antithetical to consequences. And right. I, so I want to reemphasize what you said, Steve. We we lay down the consequences and the boundaries to get back to safety and health as we lean deeply into empathy and understanding and nurturing and care and love. 
All right, so uh, I want to send you a copy. Of, well, what do you think would be the – well, I will. I'll just go ahead and send you – I'll try to – Raising Great Kids and uh, How We Love mm-hmm. Our Kids – both of those, I think it'll help. I'll also send you my wife's one-year Bible for women. I think that'll be a great encouragement. Did you know that you can access this program by three different podcasts? Um, and, well, you can get this on a podcast. You can also get Life Recovery Today on a podcast and Going Deeper on a podcast. Um, I hope and pray that you'll call us if you need help. Intimacy and Marriage, February 17th. There may still be a slot or two. Restore. Please, women, respond. Come to this and you will experience healing that you never dreamed possible. We love you. Uh, we pray for you. And we know this, as it says in Matthew 11, 20, uh, 30, the Lord's burden is easy. It's light. But you have to surrender your burden Thanks for listening. We hope this program has helped you by giving you insights for handling the challenges you face in your life. We want you to know that we're here for you, but you also need to know that New Life Live is a listener-supported ministry. To make your donation or to get any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or write to us at New Life Ministries, P.O. Box 1029, Lake Forest, California, 92609. Please join us again tomorrow for New Life Live. Today's podcast can be downloaded through iTunes or streamed through your mobile device using the New Life app. Visit newlife.com to download the app today.